tonight's profile, we meet the opposition, and this is a gentleman I cannot wait to introduce you all to. It's the voice of the Kansas City Mavericks, Bob Renison. Bob, it's so great to get a chance to have a game against you and the Mavericks. What are your first impressions on Wheeling, West Virginia? I know it's a brand new state for you. Well, it's a very interesting building, and I love the older buildings. And I understand this one was constructed a long time ago. One of my favorite hockey movies of all time is Slapshot. And the town looks so much like Charlestown, although it was filmed in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. But I was looking for the statue of the dog that saved Wheeling from the 1939 flood. Just never saw it. But this building is like the old building that Wichita played in years ago. And the Will Rogers Coliseum that was in Fort Worth many years ago and so many others. It just has atmosphere and that is great. And I'm really looking forward to seeing this when there are people here and they're cheering on the Nailers. Although, no offense, but I hope they don't have a lot to cheer about tonight. <laughs> Kansas City, of course, is coming off of a really successful moment as the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl on Sunday. But what is the city's take towards hockey? I know that it's had some teams throughout the years, whether it was the Scouts and the NHL in the 19th 1970s, the Blades, the IHL, and of course now the Mavericks. Hockey in the Kansas City area has really taken some huge steps since the Mavericks first started in the 2009 season. And we saw that back in the 1990-91 season as well when the Kansas City Blades came to town after an 11-year absence of hockey in the Kansas City area. But the Mavericks staff, they have done an excellent job in getting the word out about hockey in the area. And uh, it, it's had a long history. The first hockey ever played in Kansas City was in the 1927-28 season. The Kansas City Playmores and the next season uh, they played the Tulsa Oilers in their first campaign. So it's been around for a long time and sometimes there are very good years with a lot of fans. Sometimes there are lean years and a lot of that I feel is just how the game is promoted and the staff of the Mavericks they are constantly coming up with new things to promote the team and we have players like Loren Ulett who the fans love to see and it's it's uh, just an amazing situation that uh, the Mavericks are in right now the team hasn't been playing as well as everyone liked but hey that happens everywhere you just came off of a coaching change last week as well as John Scott Dixon no longer with the club. Cole Schultz takes over as the head coach. What have you noticed in the two games since Cole's taken over? Has it kind of rallied the team a little bit? First of all, with John Scott Dixon, he was a player, an assistant coach, and head coach for the Mavericks. And I know it was a very, very tough decision for the management to make because John's got very, very popular in the Kansas City area. In fact, people still remember some goals that he scored against Fort Wayne in the playoffs, one with nine seconds to go in a playoff game that sent it into overtime and the Mavericks won. But the team just wasn't performing very well, and there was a little bit of a spark in their step in the morning skate the day after the announcement was made. And Cole is a very good coach as well. And Cole is finding it new ways to get them going. It's something that we'll see in the long run. But uh, I think Cole has a bright future in front of him as a coach in hockey at uh, various levels. In terms of the affiliation, you don't have the geographical friendliness that we do with Pittsburgh and Wilkes-Barre Scranton very close by. Calgary and Stockton. I know both of your goaltenders are contracted in the organization. What's it like to work with Calgary? 
The Calgary Flames now in uh, their third season with the Mavericks, and they uh, don't send a lot of players to the Mavericks, but those that they do have played extremely well. Nick, uh, Mitch Holtz, who has uh, been up and down between Stockton and Independence, where the Kansas City Mavericks play, he is someone that um, I wouldn't be surprised not only goes to the next level, but the level above that. And he is a fan favorite. Sometimes the fans are a little bit edgy, thinking, okay, we're not going to see this guy very long. And of the two goaltenders that have been sent to the Mavericks, sometimes they are just lights out. Uh, Tyler Parsons, who at one week this season was the ECHL goaltender of the week. And uh, Nick Schneider, after Parsons has a good game, well, he usually shows up and uh, stops, uh, makes some amazing saves as well. But as far as the affiliation, it's something that uh, the fans are happy seeing these players, but then uh, they get a little testy sometimes when players are called up. But that's the nature of being at this level. No question about that. When things are going well for the Mavericks, is there a type of a flavor of this team we can expect to see? High scoring, strong defensively, physical, is there something that they really pride themselves on? High scoring is the word that uh, you mentioned, and that is it. But the Mavericks have been in a scoring drought, but uh, tight games as well. Uh, wins against Allen in Allen. Those were both two goal decisions, 5-3 and 4-2, and a win against Cincinnati. So I guess that um, close games with outstanding goaltending are the flavor, although the Mavericks did defeat Rapid City, a team that they hope to pass. There's three teams that they need to pass to get into the playoffs. One, Rapid City. They put up ten goals against the Rush in a game at the Silverstein Ice Center's Arena this year. So the scoring, it's been there, but not recently. Gotcha. You are someone who approaches this job like I do. I know you love to travel. You love to live those experiences and pass them on. And I've heard that you have put some books together about those experiences. Give me an opportunity to learn about some of these books. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I have written two books, and they're basically journals traveling with the Mavericks. One, the 17-18 season, and the other, the 18-19 campaign. And I just tell about the ins and outs of traveling with the team, checking into the hotels, calling the broadcast, and uh, I include other things in there as well. I own a company that broadcasts high school athletics, so I mention a lot of that, and I feature things that have happened in the past, but basically it's personality-driven, both books are, but I talk some about the games and uh, various things that uh, just take place. I try to hit things that people who are hockey fans would be interested to learn about and things that they just don't see when they come to a game and watch them and if people are interested they can go to Amazon and look up gondola one is called my view from the gondola a journey through the Kansas City Mavericks 2017-18 season and the other one is my view from the gondola and other great places and I use the word gondola because that's what Foster Hewitt called the broadcast booth at Maple Leaf Gardens but when I mention it in the book, it's not capitalized, the G, because I figure that belongs to ha Foster Hewitt. Uh, but if people would like to purchase them, uh, I hope that you will enjoy them, and I want to hear back from folks. And there's also a Facebook page. It's um, 
Author Robert Rennison Facebook page, so I'd love to hear from you on that. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to tell people about this, DJ. Absolutely, Bob, and I'm honored to share our gondola here at West Banco Arena with you tonight. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me today. I wish I had more time that we could even talk further about this great game between Wheeling and Kansas City tonight, and hopefully we'll get a chance to do this again down the road. DJ, you and I have been Facebook friends for a while, but I'd never met you in person until the Mavericks were moving their gear out of the visiting dressing room in Indy earlier this season, and the Wheeling Nailers were putting their gear in, and I was walking by, and I heard someone call my name, and uh, from announcers around the league, I've heard, what a nice guy you are, and you know what? It is all true, and I appreciate that, and it was great visiting with you then, great visiting with you today, and look forward to seeing you here at the West Banco Arena tonight. Bob Rennison, the voice of the Kansas City Mavericks on tonight's intermission report. Out-of-town scores and third period action next to the Nailers Broadcast Network.